You're listening to the Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. And I'm Sandra Rivera. Sandra is one of the owners of Chicago Dog & Co. That is correct. Chicago Dog & Company. (laughs) So how's it going? Really good. Really good. Surprisingly well. People are buying hot dogs. Every day, early in the morning. Right. You're surprised. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's not like that was a food that you would go to and like say, I feel like having a hot dog. No, never. So you'd be curious to read this article I found and I thought of you instantly. The title is, Eating One Hot Dog Takes 35 Minutes Off Life. (laughs) Right? (laughs) It's terrible publicity for us. Yeah. You're not going to post that on the window? (laughs) No. Why not? Yeah, we sell thousands of hot dogs. Go on. So you're just killing people's lives just minute by minute. It is mutually consented to. Okay. Mm -hmm. Notice how you haven't asked me to read the article. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe we should read the article. It reads, researchers released a nutritional index this week aiming to inform guidelines and help Americans achieve healthier and more environmentally stable diets. I mean, look, was there ever any question that hot dogs are not the healthiest option for you? I love how you're coming to the defense of hot dogs. <laughs> I mean, I think we all know about hot dogs. Did you ever imagine yourself when you were studying for the bar and to become a criminal attorney that one day you'd be defending hot dogs? I think we all know the answer to that. <laughs> and their nutritional value. It goes on to say, the index ranked foods by minutes gained or lost off healthy life per serving with processed meats and sugary drinks among the biggest offenders. Quick question. So what do you have for a drink uh, with this hot dog? (laughs) Soda. (laughs) (laughs) Sugary drinks. Okay. Because findings included over 5,000 foods in the U.S. diet classified by health burden and environmental impacts. It goes, we use the results to inform marginal dietary substitutions, which are realistic and feasible. I don't know what that means. We find that small targeted food level substitutions can achieve compelling nutritional benefits and environmental impact reductions. What? Again, I have no idea. You had me with a title and now you're losing me. It goes, the food studied ranged from 74 minutes lost. Hold on, question. 74, if a hot dog takes 36 minutes off. Why don't we have an article about the food that takes 74 minutes? Right. Why are we hating on hot dogs? It seems like they're the middle of the ground there. Right. Somebody had a traumatic experience with a hot dog. Like <laughs> like me. Like when I choked on a hot dog when I was in sixth grade, like I would be the author of this article. But that would make sense. But I'm more interested in the 74 minutes. And then it goes to 80 minutes gained per serving. So there's a food out there that you can actually gain 80 minutes of your life by eating. And they're not telling you what that food is? It's probably broccoli. Right. Then it goes sugary drinks, hot dogs, burgers and breakfast sandwiches, which upsets me because there's nothing wrong with breakfast. I love a good breakfast sandwich. It says we're linked with most minutes of healthy life lost. Okay, I'm going to raise an objection. Why do you have to say healthy life lost? Why? Why can't it just be like the bad part of your life that's lost? (laughs) Right. Because if you're going to lose life, why are you telling me that I'm going to lose the good part? Why can't it be the bad part? Like right where you're about to die. I'm just saying if you give me a good egg, bacon, cheese, bagel, I'm okay with losing about 34 minutes of my life. Okay, so you could actually negotiate that and go, 34 minutes? Sure. Totally worth it. Ring me up. Pile it on. Fine. Now, it goes, whereas fruits 
non-starchy and mixed vegetables, ready-to-eat cereals, and cooked grains were associated with the largest gains. And also the most depression. That was really boring. Mm -hmm. Which it could end up, you know, costing you your life. Then it goes more specifically, check this out. Researchers found that consuming one 85-gram serving of chicken wings translated to 3.3 minutes of life lost owing to sodium and harmful trans fatty acids while a beef hot dog on a bun Chicago Dog and Company resulted in some 36 minutes lost, quote, largely due to the detrimental effect of processed meat. It sounds like this author um, never gets invited to barbecues. Where there are hot dogs or, I mean, and burgers. Like he, yeah. sounds, he sounds like a real joy. He sounds really angry because it's not like anybody goes to Chicago Dog and Company. And goes, can I get an order of processed meat on a bun? Right? I mean, you say a hot dog. Hot dog evokes, I don't know, um, feelings of youth. Exactly. Right? It's, it's nostalgia. There are certain things that we all know aren't good for you, but they just bring a level of joy like and fries. excitement. Yeah. Like fries. Who doesn't like fries with ice cream? Right. 20 minutes love, off your life. Uh, that's fine. Okay. I enjoyed those five minutes of fries with my ice cream. <laughs> so and it's I, really... And I read, I read uh-huh. that by replacing your morning coffee with green tea, you can lose up to 87% of what little joy you still have left in your life. Oh, see, so now you're not talking about minutes off your life you're talking about joy quality of life and exactly. what's that right so you you're, that's a great point so you're saying why do i want to live a hundred miserable years what if i lived 75 great years exactly what would you would you trade that would you go no i'd rather live an extra 25 in misery than die happy right that's yeah. a great point exactly the article then says what's more peanut butter and jelly sandwiches were associated with what do you think an increase or decrease well, seeing as how where this is going, I'm going to assume a decrease, but uh-huh. they need to stay away from my PB&J sandwiches. Okay. I actually had one for lunch today. Okay. And what do you think? It decreased your life by how many minutes? Uh, I don't know. 16. Okay, 16. They're saying it increases your life by 33 minutes. How? I just read you part of the article and I didn't even understand it. Jelly is nothing but sugar. Exactly. (laughs) So I come away reading this article thinking, so if I eat a hot dog followed by a peanut butter and jelly sandwich... Uh, I only lost three minutes of my life. I want to see the sources for this study. The New York Post. What are the sources? The New York Post. The New York Post conducted this research. I guess. I'd like to see those papers. Really? Mm -hmm. Would you even like... (laughs) I would not. I just want to see them. You just want to see them and go, (laughs) well, I I would read them if I really wanted to. (laughs) I just wanted... They're one of those BS research projects. But ma'am, read it. No, I just wanted to make sure you had some papers. I'm not interested. Actually, I'm hungry. I'm going to go grab a hot dog. Exactly. Does it change my thinking? Am I going to stop eating hot dogs at barbecues or am I going to stop having a soda every now and then absolutely not i love how you interviewed yourself that's right am i going to stop (laughs) no is this something i feel adamant about yes have you ever thought about joey chestnut oh my god he should be dead already yes he should be a dead man (laughs) (laughs) we should just be watching his ghost every fourth of july he should be a dead man so i could read that and then like, and be like, what about Joey Chestnut? Like, that's my whole question. I'd be the guy that while you're reporting on the results, I'd have my hand raised. I'd be like, yeah, yeah. What about Joey Chestnut? Exactly. He's still alive. You've just disproven that study. Yeah. So next study. Mm-hmm. 
What did you want to tell me about geometry class? Oh, gosh, that's a long story. No, it's okay. We got time. So the boy just started high school, uh-huh. right? And uh, he's in his now third week. Yes. Uh, and so we are um, being indoctrinated to high school life, which yes. is a trip because we asked him to participate in SGA, mm-hmm. Student Government Association, because mm-hmm. we thought it was the right thing to do. Well, you know, you get involved in school, do a little something here and there, get your name out there. Sounds great. Yeah. Until we found out. Uh, that it entails way more than we imagine. Way more. They lost me at it cost $65 for him to get a polo. Yeah. Okay. It's just a regular polo shirt with SGA on it. $65. Right. Okay. I, I could maybe overlook that because I've just gotten so used to all of these clubs asking me for money. I just I just write the check. What I can't get over is that apparently they have to attend statewide SGA meetings. So now I have to drive him places. Okay. Hold on. He does have a father. Okay. We have to drive him places (laughs) around the state for these meetings. I have to tell you to drive him (laughs) places. I have to tell you where to go. Yeah, it's a little bit much. And then we found out that his participation in SGA meant he had to drop one of his electives. Mm -hmm. That's right. And that's when I was like, whoa, calm down. Whoa, what's happening? Because, you know, I start to feel a little bad because he didn't want to. Right. And I'm like, no, you you got to. It'll be good for you. And now we're like, it's. I feel like it's going to eat up his, you know, his schedule. Right. I mean, it's his seventh period class. It's during, you know, the school day. But still, I feel like this, this push to uh, treat these kids like adults yeah. and get them independent gets a little too far sometimes because I feel like if that kid isn't driving and has no job, I feel right. like I should be made part of the decision. Yeah. $65 for a polo. Yeah. Uh, why don't we just, you know, find him a nice blue shirt that he has in the bottom of his, you know, drawer. Exactly. Right. Just wear that. I'll teach him how to iron it. Mm -hmm. That's responsibility. Okay. Good job. So what about this geometry class? So it's in geometry. It's his fourth period of class. And um, from the first day of school, he had a substitute, which I was not thrilled about. And at one point, I asked him what he was learning. They didn't have any instruction. They were just sitting around on their phones. So I called the school, spoke to an assistant principal, found out, hey, why aren't they getting instruction? He didn't know that they weren't he didn't know that the teacher hadn't left any lesson plans so he was going to go in and teach a class welcome to high school right yeah Mm -hmm. so meanwhile i'm getting calls automated calls that he has been absent from fourth period so i asked about that i was told well they pass around a clipboard they sign in maybe they just haven't gotten around to updating the system okay fine they kept having substitute teachers And then I kept getting the calls. I kept seeing on the website that he was absent for every class. So I finally um, reached out to the attendance clerk. Didn't get a call back. There's an attendance clerk at the high school. Yes. Wow. Okay. Didn't get a call back. And then I emailed her yesterday. Didn't get a response back because I got another call that he was absent. Finally reached out to. I love how you get phone calls that he's absent. But no response as to what's going on and why there is no teacher. Yeah, exactly. Finally reached out to another parent who their her son is in the class, asked her, can you check his attendance log and see if he's being marked on excused absences? No, his attendance log was fine. Okay, so, did, did he see my son there? <laughs> he was there. I know Alexi was there because he would tell me what would happen in class. I mean, I'm not one of those parents that think my kid is a snowflake and yeah. can do no wrong. But yeah. I mean, if you're going to skip a class, you're going to skip first period or last period not fourth period not the middle of the day exactly so uh, i'm surprised we didn't just tell him you know take a selfie in the class (laughs) 
with a substitute teacher in the background. I am so confused at this point. And I'm talking, I finally get a hold of the attendance clerk today. And I'm talking to her and telling her he keeps getting marked unexcused, but he's in class. I mean, he, he's had a substitute teacher, but he's there. And she said, well, you know, I'm looking at his schedule and his teacher has been here since the beginning. I'm like, no, that's not right. His I, teacher has been here? Yeah. I'm like, that's oh not right. He he told me he had substitute teachers. His friend told me he had substitute teachers. I talked to the assistant principal who was going in to teach the class. This is not a college campus. Uh, it's not that it's not that difficult. Just go not. to the class. So she's like, well, you know, she's been here. His teacher is Miss Sandoval. So I'm like, let me let me text him. And I texted him, Alexi, whose class have you been going to for the last <laughs> Oh, the last two and a half weeks. This is going to make me upset. <laughs> this is going to make me upset. He goes, he's like, no, no. I asked him, who is your teacher? And he's like, mama. He's like, it's Miss Sandoval. I have bad news. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, this is, this is him trying to confess <laughs> after he's been busted. I think he realized because apparently the, the teacher, the regular teacher, came back yesterday and started doing roll call. And I asked him, well, didn't your name get called? And he's like, I don't think so. I'm like, oh, you didn't think to no, check? Because you're not supposed to be in that class. <laughs> What's going to the wrong class? He's been sitting in the wrong classroom for a couple of weeks. Oh, and my God. So- so I, I lost it on him and I was like, I don't understand. How did you go to the wrong class? Weren't you looking at the class numbers? He's like, I was looking at the map and it was, I, it, the classroom was right there. You Just know, ignored the numbers. He, I'm like, you have to verify the numbers. Now I got all my anger and frustration out on him. And then I sat back and reflected. I'm like, okay, I kind of have to give him a break because apparently to get to his correct geometry class, you have to walk through this geometry class that <laughs> he was in. You have to walk through the wrong one to get to the yeah, right one? and they both happen to be geometry honors classes. So he was literally on the other side of the wall <laughs> where he should yes. have been? So if so if Miss Sandoval called his name out loud enough, he might have Perhaps. heard it. And then on top of that, there was a substitute in there. So he wouldn't have known, hey, this is not the person who's on my schedule. You know, he had a substitute. He didn't have a name to compare it to. Well, no wonder he was absent. Exactly. Because he was never supposed to be present. Exactly. So I love how this came out, though, while I was away in New York. Because <laughs> God didn't want me to be a part of that. Right? <laughs> Because if you didn't handle it well, imagine me. I would have been like, hold on. You've been sitting in the wrong classroom day after day without even a thought. Exactly. Cocotazos, changing children one cocotazo at a time. I'm sorry. (laughs) I just... After I laid into him, I kind of sat back and I was laughing because I, I was starting to think like, I wish I was there at the exact moment when he realized, he realized. Yeah. when he was like, uh oh, <laughs> and I love it how he didn't start the confession. Right. You started to basically go, um, I think I figured it out. And he was like, OK, guess what? Bad news. I, I figured it all out. Uh, I'm guilty. Uh, what do I sign? Um, don't tell dad. You know what I mean? Like, that's it. I he figured He even out. went to find the teacher and introduce himself and apologize for missing her class. Now, what gets me upset is that this teacher then said, yeah, I've been wondering where you were. Well, if you've been wondering, yeah. why wouldn't you reach out to a parent or yeah. to administration? Yeah. What does wondering do? Exactly. That's as pointless and as useless as his apology. Right. Oh, I'm sorry. I was next door. Maybe they were made for each other. Yeah. 
That's a perfect match. Yeah. Miss Sandoval and our teenage son. So which brings me back to my point of I think we are rushing this desire to treat them like adults. At a certain point, the parents need to be involved and need to be informed. Or at the very mm. least, the parents need to remind the uh, teachers and the administrators that our son, for example, still plays with toys. Okay. <laughs> He still plays with Woody and Buzz. All right, so can we leave him alone for a second? Oh, man. Woody, the veteran. Draw. Oh, got me again. Buzz, the rookie. Have you been replaced? No one's getting replaced. Excuse me. Well, light here to the rescue. Check this article out. I know you will enjoy this. It's titled Hot Dogs. And I'm kidding. Okay. I just saw you roll your eyes back. You almost hurt yourself. No, this was titled Zoo Bans Woman Having Affair with Chimpanzee. Oh my God. From seeing him. Okay. No, I you can do this, okay? You can you can get through this. A woman in Belgium, which should not surprise you. It's Europe, right? Obviously, yeah. Has reportedly been banned from visiting the chimpanzees at a local zoo after developing a close bond with one of them. According to zoo officials, her affair, they keep putting affair I, yeah, in quotes. Yeah, I have quotes, a problem with that word. Which is why they probably put it in quotes, right? Can we just put bestiality? Whoa, yeah. whoa. <laughs> I mean, that's Such where a, this is going, no, isn't it? No, it's not where this is going. Could you not? <laughs> Could you not take it that way? Because now I can't unthink that. Um, her affair with the primate was preventing him from bonding with the other chimps. You're having a hard time deciding who to root for. It says multiple outlets report that Addie Timmermans has been visiting Cheetah, a 38-year-old chimpanzee at the zoo each week for the past four years. Each week for four years. In that time, she claims that she and Cheetah have forged a strong friendship. See, she calls it a strong friendship. The reporter calls it an affair. Yeah, that's a little misleading. Well, it worked because I clicked on it. <laughs> she goes, I love that animal and he loves me. Well, um, you're starting to lose me because I don't think Cheetah said, hey, before you leave, I love you. I, I mean, I don't doubt that you can form a bond with animals, but I have a real problem with that bond being with chimpanzees. These are homicidal animals. They can't be. They can't be whoa, homicidal. Whoa. No, no, no. Don't get me started on monkeys. Whoa. <laughs> don't get me started on monkeys. So you don't like monkeys? No, I don't. You know, it's interesting that you say homicidal, which I thought any day but today would have been a bit much. Um, I read an article that recently chimps had been linked to murdering gorillas, which had never happened in the wild. And it was now happening. And they're like, oh, maybe it's because of the lack of food source or according to you, it's because they're crazy. They're mean. You didn't hear about that woman who got practically beat to death by a chimpanzee, a pet chimpanzee. A pet chimpanzee beat her owner almost to death? No, she was a friend visiting the owner, but the chimpanzee flipped out. Oh, see, I hear that. And I think, well, what did a friend do? Because well, she came over to, I, I think she was house sitting. And In she Belgium. Got, <laughs> yeah. It was, a, it was, she was American. And she came over and I guess the chimpanzee was just really, you know, stressed out that day or in a state of distress and, and attacked her. This was like a 50, 60 year old woman. Wow. Oh, it's horrible. Well, um, maybe that's not the kind of relationship that Miss um, Timmermans was having with Cheetah. This is why I don't trust monkeys. <laughs> Well, let's let's talk about this bond because it says the relationship with Cheetah has reportedly consisted of the two waving and blowing kisses to each other through the glass. Okay, mm -hmm. so I can see the the chimpanzee doing it because you know monkey see monkey do right. Right. But how do you take that and go? He loves me. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. On the surface, the interactions seem harmless, but zoo officials say that their friendship has proved detrimental to cheetah's social status with other chimpanzees. Yeah. Why are you laughing? <laughs> social status. Right? Because, you know, the chimpanzees, you know, now they're mocking them. Yeah. Right? Why are you blowing kisses at her? He goes, when cheetah is constantly surrounded by visitors, the other monkeys ignore him and don't consider him part of the group, even though it's important for him, says the spokesperson of the zoo. He then sits on his own outside of visiting hours. So obviously chimps are like humans, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. You got haters. Yep. Oh, you're getting all the attention? Well, then forget you, right? They're mean, yeah. You and They're mean. Stop. Some <laughs> some are mean. Some are homicidal, right? Some don't like, you know, older American women. And then it goes, in an effort to promote Cheetah's social well-being, the zoo allegedly banned Timmermans from visiting him. So my question is, is she allowed in the zoo, but not near the chimps area? Or it's like, just don't even come in the zoo because you're going to sneak your way into where the chimps are. I'm, yeah, I'm guessing she was banned from the zoo entirely. You would just ban her completely? Yeah. You wouldn't even deal with her? What if she cried and she's like, oh my God, but he loves me and this is for my well-being. Can you just let me see him? There's a whole lot to unpack there. What? (laughs) You wouldn't even tell her that. You would just go... No, just wait outside. Right. She says, I haven't got anything else. Why do they want to take that away? We're having an affair. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. She said it? She said it. They quoted her. Oh, okay. no. Okay, she's completely delusional. Oh, no. I was trying to defend her. It says, we're having an affair, I'll just say. Yeah. Like, I'll just say. Like, I'll just admit it. On behalf of the both of us. You know, even the chimps probably like, hold up. Uh, Ask me, though. Ask yeah. me. <laughs> I have my own opinion. I mean, there's still glass between them, so... Which is why I was blowing kisses at you, because it was glass. Mm -hmm. She goes, other dozens of visitors are allowed to make contact, then why not me? Because you're a little cray-cray. Yeah, you're crazy. (sighs) The zoo explained that Cheetah might be too focused on Timmermans to bond with his peers. He goes, an animal that is too focused on people is less respected by its peers. We want Cheetah to be a chimpanzee as much as possible. That's true. Those chimpanzees can turn on other chimpanzees, if, you know, depending on where you are in the social ladder. And- well, yeah, because they might be like, oh, mira este, he thinks he's human, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. Or maybe we should treat him like a human because, you know, we're homicidal like that. That's right. Let's kill him. Yep. And just leave them out to dry. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) It goes, Cheetah has spent 30 years at the zoo. 30. So he was at the wild for maybe, what, eight years? Is that what it said? Yeah. It says, um, prior to his time at the zoo, he was someone's pet. Uh Uh-oh. Oh. See, maybe it was that lady. (laughs) But eventually became, quote unquote, unmanageable. You see what I'm saying? Things are not pets. Unmanageable. There's so much there. They're so mean. Yeah. Can you explain what unmanageable means and what happened to his previous owner? (laughs) Though he's learned chimpanzee behavior at the zoo. I wonder what that is. He still has a bond with and an interest in humans, which apparently isn't unheard of. A study showed that chimpanzees that had been separated from their mothers early and raised primarily by humans showed, quote, social deficiencies, unquote, many years later. Yeah. I mean, that seems like an obvious conclusion to a study. Yeah, I can see that. But I don't see how they would become unmanageable to the point where they would take somebody's life. Because they are wild animals. They are, you know, aggressive. These aren't the cute little little pygmy monkeys that you pet and you hold on your shoulder. These are aggressive animals. But, but how does a chimpanzee kill you, though? Beating you. Oh, really? Jumping on you. Like just Not pounding? Like, yeah. Like, I just don't see 
a chimp's like punch being, you know. Chimpanzees are strong. Really? Oh yeah. See, I've never like held one. I've never had like I've never arm wrestled one. Like I don't. I know a gorilla. Okay, that's big. But a chimpanzee, I see it like a kid. I feel like you need to Google this. You're gonna be shocked. I thought you were gonna say. I, I feel like you need to fight one. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like you need to step into a cage with one. You know, get your get your butt whooped for a couple minutes and yeah. then be like, oh, they're strong. Yeah, I'm afraid to look up videos of chimpanzees because do you remember when this basketball team uh, out in New Orleans was picking their mascot and they were asking for suggestions and, and, and they picked the pelicans, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, what a stupid name, the pelicans. It's such an ugly looking bird, right? Is what I don't even know what's intimidating about a pelican. And then someone said, look up videos <laughs> of how mean and crazy pelicans are. And I'm like, okay, pelicans are insane like they scoop up animals and they'll they'll swallow them like whole like they'll pick up kids oh my you know, god like they're mean yeah so i can only imagine chimps there's probably a bunch of videos of like chimpanzees going nuts and there's you know there's nothing more frightening than the noise they make mm-hmm. when they get excited yeah right? it sounds like um what you would imagine right before you die a violent death. Absolutely. Right? Without question. Then it says, sadly, Cheetah, what's the name? What's with the name Cheetah though? Like who named them Cheetah? C-H-I-T-A. Cheetah seems like uh, not the name for a chimpanzee, right? What would you name a chimpanzee if you had one? Didn't somebody, wasn't it Michael Jackson or something? I had a chimpanzee named Bobo. Bobo. Oh, Bubbles. 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 My bubbles. Right, like that's nice. Yeah. Like, or Mr. Something, right? Or Mr. Bubbles. Yeah. But Cheetah just seems like he got cheated. And he goes, Cheetah may always struggle to bond with his peers. Hopefully, handlers at the zoo can help him learn to adapt to life with his fellow primates. Too late when you spent four years bonding with a human who probably still, you know, calls out to him from the parking lot. Yeah, exactly. And I. That was the Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. And I'm Sandra Rivera. For more information on my upcoming shows, mi gente, you can go to EllieCastro.com and you can follow me on social media under Ellie Castro Comedy and tell them where they can find your amazing life-shortening hot dogs. <laughs> if you don't care about the last 37 minutes of your life, you can... Uh, 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 36. 36, sorry. Although when you include the fries and the sugary drink... I'm going to go with 37. Oh, oh 37, okay. <laughs> you can find us at Chicago Dog & Co. on Facebook and Chicago Dog & Company on Instagram. So what does a Chicago dog cost you? Cost us or cost the consumer? No. <laughs> Yeah. Two separate questions. Yeah, <laughs> definitely don't tell us what it costs you. Uh, I know what it costs us, 36 minutes of our life. But I mean, like, how much is it? Like, how much Chicago is it? Chicago dog is $4. $4? Mm-hmm. So if I want a Chicago hot dog, mm-hmm. fries, mm-hmm. and a sugary drink, yep. how much is it? Seven fifty. What else you got? We have smash burgers. We have tamales. We have Italian beef. Okay, there you go. How about one Italian beef, one smash burger, and one Chicago dog? 
That's going to be 17. Wow. You've got all these memorized. And how many minutes off of my life is that? 87. 87 minutes. <laughs> Wrap it up. I'll take it to go. Just eat it. It's good for you. Remember, mi gente, life is so much better when you're laughing. Hasta la próxima. Bye. 